2: The House Foreign Affairs Committee voted yesterday to advance a bill that would allow President Biden to ban TikTok. Ban it? He hasn't even figured out how to download it.
0: From 30 Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, please enjoy this podcast edition of Late Night with Seth Meyers. On today's show,
3: Seth chats with actor Jonathan Majors. But first, a closer look.
2: Donald Trump is lashing out at Fox boss Rupert Murdoch amid the ongoing fallout from a billion dollar defamation lawsuit in which Murdoch admitted that several Fox hosts lied to their viewers about the 2020 election. In fact, Murdoch even confessed that platforming those lies was a business decision. The court filing also revealed that Fox and Murdoch were secretly helping the Trump campaign. For more on this, it's time for A Closer Look. Now, the shtick over at Fox has been the same. They lie to their viewers while simultaneously telling those same viewers that it's the rest of the media who's lying to them and that Fox is the only outlet telling the truth. Even now, after their lies have been exposed in a series of court filings, they're still doing that same shtick. They lie
3: to you over and over again. How many Americans believe these lies? It makes me angry. Because they're lying. They're deliberately lying. They knew they were lying.
1: I want to challenge people watching tonight who don't wear red hats, don't consider themselves MAGA, don't consider themselves very strong political people. I want you to ask yourself how many times you've been lied to, not just by this government, but how many times you've been lied to by the people whose job it is to tell you the truth in the media.
2: Being lectured about the truth by Kellyanne Conway is like getting lessons on conflict resolution from Megan. They should... (laughs) Start spelling Kellyanne the same way. But I'll count. I'll count all the times the government lied to me. There was that time they claimed the inauguration was the biggest ever. There was that time they said a bunch of people died at the Bowling Green Massacre, which is not a thing. There was the time they said the president didn't know about hush money payments, even though he wrote the check himself. Oh, there was that time in March of 2020 when a government official told us the coronavirus was being contained. I can't wait to see who this is. Maybe it's the liberal media mob or sleepy Joe Biden. Oh, or that evil... Dr. Fauci.
1: The HHS secretary said this morning that we're ramping up. We're ramping up with the commercial labs. Why didn't they do it while it was contained? Get ahead of it. It is being contained. And do you not think it's being contained?
2: In addition to being an accomplished liar, she always talked to reporters like a gossipy teen at her locker. Do you not think Devin's going to ask me to prom? Because he's definitely... He's definitely going to ask me to prom. He's the star quarterback, and I'm the cheer captain. (laughs) Kellyanne, you're not even on the cheerleading team. Yeah, but I'm cheerful. (laughs) I'm, like, famously cheerful. Although, while we're on the topic, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my personal favorite Kellyanne Lai, from April of 2020 when she tried to blame everyone but Trump for the COVID crisis.
1: This is COVID-19, not COVID-1, folks. And so you would think the people charged with the World Health Organization uh, facts and figures would be on top of that. People should know the facts. Yeah,
2: people should know the facts. Like the fact that the 19 and COVID-19 is for the year it was discovered, not because (laughs) It's the 19th COVID, but good on you for thinking they name diseases the same way they name Fast and Furious movies. The, the coolest part in COVID-19 is when COVID convinces Spanish flu to come out of retirement to help break SARS out of prison. Anyway, the point is their shtick is falling apart now that we have definitive proof in these court filings from the billion-dollar Dominion lawsuit that Fox hosts were not only lying, but they knew they were lying.
3: Fox staff were privately blasting the big lie as BS, insane, mind-blowingly nuts, reckless, As Trump lawyers Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell were making wildly false claims about rigged voting machines after Trump lost in 2020, private communications reveal that pro-Trump voices at Fox News were calling it nuts. Breaking news tonight involving Fox News and owner Rupert Murdoch acknowledging under oath Fox News hosts endorsed false election fraud claims. Fox News boss Rupert Murdoch said in a sworn deposition that any Fox News executives who allowed lies about the 2020 election to be broadcast, quote, should be reprimanded or maybe got rid of.
2: Wow, notice he didn't say fired. He said got rid of. I'd be... A little nervous if I worked over at Fox News. Next time you're in Rupert's office, make sure you're not standing on top of any trap doors. Now, uh, just as a reminder, I don't have a Rupert Murdoch impression, but I do have a borderline offensive Australian accent. So I think if you were in your office, it would go a little something like this. Ah, listen, Tom. Ah. Uh, we're going to have to get rid of you, mate, but we got a pretty good severance package for you. I'd love to fill you in on it. Uh, before I do, just uh, move to the left a little bit, all right? And uh, now forward a little bit, yeah, that's great, that's great, and uh, perfect, and one last thing, Tom, say hi to the sharks for me, you son of a bitch! Thank you. You know it's nice, because it's, it's, like, borderline offensive, it's right on that border. Now, as we've discussed this week, Murdoch and the Fox host knew they were lying and admitted in private they were lying, but it wasn't just the lying. As bad as that is, Fox is also actively helping and providing material aid to the Trump campaign during the 2020 election.
3: During Trump's campaign, Rupert provided Trump's son-in-law and senior advisor Jared Kushner with Fox confidential information about Biden's ads, along with debate strategy, providing Kushner a preview of Biden's ads before they were public.
2: So Fox allegedly took confidential company information about Biden campaign ads and gave that information to the Trump campaign. That is shocking. Also, I can't imagine how it could have possibly helped Trump since the basic gist of Biden's campaign was, I'm normal and he's out of his mind. I mean, (laughs) what were those strategy sessions like? I just
4: heard from Rupert, he says Biden's ads are all about how he's normal and I'm weird. So we got to start doing ads where I look and sound normal, let's do some. Shots of me doing normal stuff in my wheelhouse like drinking water, hugging a flag, using an umbrella, and looking directly at the sun. The sun, we love the sun, don't we, folks? And uh, we just, we wanna touch it. We wanna touch the sun. I had a friend, a dear friend. A dear friend, a Greek guy. His name was Daedalus. You either one's fine. Both are okay. I never quite learned how to say, he had a son, Icarus. They made a pair of wings, beautiful wings. Beautiful wings out of beeswax. And I was there when they took off in Daedalus. He said to his son, Ick, that's what I called him. I called him Ick. I said, <laughs> he said to him, he said, don't fly too close to the sun. But then I took him aside and I said, if I were you, I'd try to get as close as you can. Because it looks like a big gold coin. It might be gold. You never know. You got to get as close as you can. And Ick, he took my advice, and his wings melted. And he fell right into the sea. Big old, big old splash. It was so sad. So, uh, the saddest splash. And I remember... His dad came over me and he said, "Did you see what happened?" And I just looked at him, and I said, "Hey, there's none of my beeswax.
2: <laughs> also Also, they gave. They gave Trump debate strategy? What was Rupert Murdoch's genius debate tip? Just snort Adderall and never stop talking for 90 minutes? Yeah, you got it, Chris,
3: he's so wrong in, when he makes a fact, statement no. like that. Oh, well, that's a big you're statement. Not... I support that. you the just bar. lost no. the radical no. left. I they said they, it would take. They, they... No, you're a number two. China ate your lunch, no. Joe. He United. said, Mr. stupid bastards.
2: Good debate prep, Rupert. Remember, Donald, everyone trusts a screamer. <laughs> This is a especially shocking revelation. Of course, it's also not surprising. There's been a long, symbiotic relationship between Fox News and the Republican Party, and that relationship only intensified during the Trump era. On-air personalities like Sean Hannity and Janine Pirro actually campaigned on stage with Trump at a rally in 2018, And even after Trump's presidency was over, Fox host Tucker Carlson was seen cackling wildly next to Trump while watching a Saudi-funded golf tournament at one of Trump's clubs. So yes, Murdoch and Fox helped the Trump campaign and spread the lie that the election was rigged for political purposes. But as Murdoch freely admitted, he also did it for profit. In that same court filing, Murdoch was asked why Fox had continued to give a platform to election wingnut and pillow guy Mike Lindell, who spends lots of money on advertising on Fox. And Murdoch said the decision... The platform Lindell had nothing to do with politics, it was about money. Today's
3: filing also reveals when asked why Fox continues to give a platform to, for example, Mike Lindell, who continues to this day to lie about Dominion, Murdoch said, it's not red or blue, it's green.
2: It's not red or blue, it's green sounds as damning as Colonel Jessup saying, you're goddamn right I ordered the code (laughs) red. When Murdoch said it, did the lawyers in the room make that face Tom Cruise did when he couldn't believe he got the confession? The court filings also revealed that despite providing aid to the Trump campaign and spreading his lies, Fox and Murdoch panicked and tried to backpedal away from him after the January 6th insurrection.
3: The court filing makes clear that after the riot at the Capitol, Murdoch was through with Donald Trump. Writing in one email, Fox News, very busy pivoting. We want to make Trump a non-person.
2: Too late, mother <laughs> You built this. <laughs> It's easy to put a brain in Frankenstein when he's a lifeless body strapped to a table, but good luck getting that out of his head while he's lumbering around a golf course and interrupting (laughs) weddings at Mar-a-Lago to give off-the-cuff toast. In conclusion, love is good and fire, fire is bad. (laughs) To the newlyweds. That revelation angered Trump who's been melting down all week on his fake Twitter service trashing Murdoch and Fox News. Trump wrote earlier this week if Rupert Murdoch honestly believes that the presidential election of 2020 despite massive amounts of proof to the contrary was not rigged and stolen then he and his group of MAGA-hating globalist rhinos should get out of the news business as soon as possible. Certain brave and patriotic Fox News hosts who he scorns and ridicules got it right. He got it wrong. They should be admired and praised not rebuked and forsaken. Rebuked and forsaken? It sounds like He asked Chad GPT to write a coked-up version of the Old Testament. I also do love when Trump starts using big words like rebuked and forsaken, despite the fact that he can't spell the word stolen. (laughs) We don't know! How this case will turn out. We do know that the filings once again prove that Fox is not a legitimate news organization. They actively helped the presidential campaign. They knowingly lied to their viewers. They tried to backpedal away from Trump. But by then it was too late, and now the monster they've created is turning on them. If Murdoch and his allies thought they could simply get rid of Trump after spending years elevating him, then I guess they're just stupid uh, bastards. Please. This has been a closer look. The tonight is an Emmy-nominated actor. You know from his work in Lovecraft, Country, The Harder They Fall, and Marvel's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which is in theaters now. He also stars in Creed 3, which opens in theaters and IMAX March 3rd. Please welcome back to the show Jonathan Majors, everybody! I mean, I... Uh, I don't usually go out of my way to say this. I am uh, digging your outfit a great deal. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> it feels like, I feel like this is a, like a 70s talk show right now. Yeah, Good yeah. old school vibe. We've got our tea. You, we got our tea? Yeah. And um, Now I know you. Uh, this is rare uh, for a guest to bring out their own cup, but this is, and I've heard you talk about this, this is inspired by something your mother told you.
0: Yes, don't let nobody else fill you up, boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> that works many ways, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, but you're talking about self-esteem and respect and, you know, what this world can do to you. You know, someone can big you up and people can tear you down, but the cup is a metaphor of, you know, you can only do that yourself. You can only fill up your own cup. You it's a good
2: thing for up. all of us to remember.
0: <laughs> Another thing to remember is to not chew gum on public television. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> right here. There you go, you can,
2: you sh- I, I You th- sure? Yeah, it's my cup, you can go for it. Do it. There you go.
0: We take care of our guests here. We're we're officially brothers now. Yeah, we're officially brothers. We're cup brothers. Cup brothers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is getting weird. Doesn't sound right. I I thought it before I said it, and I didn't realize how it would sound. Um,
0: Perhaps uh, we play on the same baseball team. Yeah, that's true. We
2: we played on the same baseball team that was short on gear.
1: Correct. (laughs)
2: I mean, you, you, would, uh, you would bat first, and then depending on whether or not you're on base, we would go to the back of that. You know, the important thing, yeah. yeah. Hey, so uh, last time we talked, it was on Zoom. You were in London working on Ant man. Now it's out. Now it it's out. must ha- be so nice, when you, especially when you work on one of those Marvel movies where yeah. people know what you're doing, can't tell them any of the details. Right. Is it rewarding that people can now experience it? There was a Kang. It was in the bag,
0: and now it's out the bag. It's out of the bag. The Kang is out, out the bag. Kang's out the bag. Yeah, so uh yeah it, it feels really good you yeah. know i mean it's 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 a diary it's seven months of your life and prep and people saying what you doing saying oh nothing bro you know <laughs> what you doing in london I'm hanging out you know uh but yeah now it's out it's in the world It's in cinemas it's, it's doing great in the box office so That's uh, really exciting. I, i'm happy yeah
2: and now uh you actually are in a film that has a chance to maybe even knock your other movie out of the number one slot and this is you know this is you know the rocky cinematic universe and these movies I think there's a lot of responsibility to be in them because they are so inspirational and yeah. have been from the very first one. Were you yeah. someone that, when you saw them as a kid, you were inspired by those movies?
0: Extremely. Yeah. Rocky 1 is uh, it's just a, a, a piece of art. It know? really is. It's a uh, perfect just incredible. movie. incredible. And the story, you know, Sly and how he got it made. Now in adulthood, I go, wow, that's incredible. Um, the Creed films, Creed 1, I think I was, I was living in New York City. Yeah, between schools, and uh, I joined Equinox. And, uh, I, yeah... <laughs> But was not working. Yeah. Was, not, was not an actor. You know, was, a, was trying to get to grad school. So could not afford Equinox. Um, yeah. So uh, that's okay. And then Creed II was uh, extremely inspiring. Brought a whole bunch of guys over to watch it. You know, I was in grad school at the time. Um, yeah, but that was mon- those... Uh, um, the montages... That's the, that's the kicker.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, those that's montages, and I think there's anything you're about to take on in your life, if you go back and watch any Rocky montage, you're, you're a little ready. bit more prepared. You're yes.
0: ready, you're ready. And that was, that was really the pressure for the film.
2: And Michael B. Jordan, uh, True Story, called you personally to ask you to do this, yes?
0: Hit me on the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now do you answer right away? Did you have his number? Did you know who I did not have his number right away. He hit my, hit my uh, uh, manager and friend, she said, hey, Michael B. Jordan, wants your phone number? And I said, oh no. Are uh, oh, you someone who usually gets in trouble? Always. That's exactly okay. it. You nailed it. Always in trouble. So I was like, if anybody wants to call me, I've done something. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, who did I, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he called me 20, minute, 20 minutes into it. I'm nodding my head, you know, uh, it's a boxing match, the pitch, you know, he's saying things, I'm going, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> that sounds good. Ow, take that, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And at the end of it, um, after maybe 45 minutes, we hung up. 20 minutes later, I called him back and said, hey, man, let's roll. Let's do it. That's man. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And
2: now, of course, this is uh, the kind of role. And again, you've been in a series of movies where, uh, you know, there's a physical fitness element to it. I've read how seriously you took it. But there, it has to be the only, I mean, I've seen pictures. The only way you can take it is seriously if the goal is to look like that at the end. Yeah, you must. Yeah. You must. I mean... You can't show up on the first day and be like, you guys have CGI,
0: right? You're gonna... Yeah. That's the other franchise. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. That's the other franchise. Right. Yeah, yeah, this is a... I mean, that's like... That's like the thing. Like, you never know... I mean, you're an entertainer. You never know what it is that's gonna come across your desk.
2: Yeah, I know it's not gonna be do you wanna be in our boxing movie? <laughs> but it might be. Do well, you Michael want... B. Jordan called me and I was like, what? And he goes, do you have John and the Major's phone number?
0: And I was like... <laughs> 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 But yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never you never know. And um I mean Sly Stallone, Sylvester Stallone, you know, Michael B. Jordan, you know, all the folks that have, have done these films, that montage is everything. You yeah. know, it's everything. So yeah, you got tip top shape. Yeah. I was a year, a year and a half, a uh, year and a half of training, you know, How? up until that day. You did know?
2: you after that day, did you have did you give yourself a cheat day? Was there anything,
0: was there any enjoyment? No, I yes, it was it was very it was, it was I mean, getting at those ropes was a lot of fun, right? Especially once you got up there. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, right after that, I shot this other film called Magazine Dreams, which, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a and that's a bodybuilder, and that's a whole different level. When are you gonna uh, play
2: somebody who's just like letting himself go?
0: I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, give it a few years. Yeah, yeah. later in your career, yeah. maybe later. Soon, your career. soon, I hope. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. I got a lot more questions for you. We're we'll right back with more from John of the Majors, everybody. Uh, you obviously had some uh, athletic experience. I know you grew up in Texas, you played basketball, you played football, but you also were a poet at a young age. I was
0: a poet at a young age.
2: Yeah, and oh. you had a poet name. Yes, that was the advent of J Manifesto. J Manifesto. <laughs> yes. That yeah. is a very good poet name. Thank you. Especially for a Jonathan Majors. I think that's a really good Same one.
0: Same initials. Yep. Um uh, I had to put it put on the back of my Letterman jacket. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was it said manifesto. I thought it was very artsy and cool. Yeah. Um, that's a real
2: nice combination of like sports and arts. So you have a letter, yeah, a yeah, letterman jacket with your poetry name on the there was, back.
0: There was the football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was the football. There was my uh number, and then the the, the mask.
2: Oh really? You yeah. have the like yeah, the homemade drama mask? Yeah. Oh, that's
0: great. And then and then it had J Manifesto on the back. No, it had Manifesto on the back. Yeah. And then uh, I was expelled two days after I got it. Really?
2: Yeah.
0: Were yeah. You, what were you expelled for? Everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they
2: got you on everything all at <laughs> was once?
0: It, was it Rico. <laughs> Rico. Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, gave it, I gave it to my uh, my first love, who still has it. Really? Yeah, it's in a closet someplace. That's
2: right, uh, though. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah,
0: if I can get that back, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
2: yeah. Uh, First loves tend to check out interviews with their, uh, you know, former amours. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you spent some. You worked at a, before you were an actor, uh, and and I guess after you were a poet, you worked at a a, a
0: number of chains we're familiar with: Olive Garden, Starbucks, Olive Party Garden, City, Starbucks, Party Red Lobster, City, Red Lobster, <laughs> Quizno Subs. Wow. Uh, Brahms uh, Ice Creamery. Okay. Uh, no, you don't know Brahms. <laughs> you don't know Brahms. It was,
2: I will say, it was said like they knew.
0: It, it was, was, like, I was like yeah. what? It wasn't like one of those loose woos. Yeah, it was like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, get the double with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was great, man. Like, um, working at a, a Halloween shop was cool. You see uh-huh. the costumes, you go, oh, nice, interesting. This person is playing uh, Velma yeah. from uh, Scooby-Doo. And you just think about what that person's like, you know, and you're like, nice. And then you work in Quiznos, and all of a sudden, you know, you're an Italian sandwich man. Yeah. Know? And, and carbonara, you know, you really invest into carbonara. You
2: know, and it's like so. These it's were, fun. in a way, you were just taking them on as uh, roles before your bigger roles. Bro, had to.
0: Yeah. You know, at, at, I was I was working maybe two or three of them at a, at a time. Gotcha. And still trying to do the whole Letterman.
2: Exactly. And this thing. is, and then you were in New York City for a brief period of time, right? Then I went to North Carolina
0: School of the Arts, the uh-huh. school. Uh-huh. Yeah. There we go. That that was real. they knew it. Yeah. Yes, you do. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the, that she was does. the real deal. Pickles. Okay, you're in. You're in. You're in. You're in. You're in. Uh, yeah. And I, I worked uh, I worked here in New York City. Um, I was following around uh, a mentor named Ruben Santiago Hudson, mm-hmm. uh, and was trying to get in his rehearsal room as much as possible. But I was also working on Second Avenue, mm-hmm. and there was three bars on Second Avenue, and uh, two of the which are still there. And I worked at them. I was the I played the role of the barback. Uh, uh bar huh. The host. Yep. Um, the, uh, the bouncer. So you could do it all. The runner. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I was... I was I when was you filled. came in
2: wearing that poetry and football jacket, they were like, I think he can handle almost anything. Yeah, he can do everything. Can now, do everything. Do, you, uh, do people, especially, you know, obviously in New York City, uh, you work in bars, colorful characters, but you're, they're also your colleagues. Do you hear from those people still? Are they, are they proud of where this has all ended up for you?
0: Well, full circle, bro uh because we chatted right before i went to snl
2: that's right the week we talked right beforehand you were I, fantastic
0: thank you you're very welcome uh, when i hit snl they blew me up for whatever reason snl and those bars sure. where they were just like oh my god jonathan we knew this and that blah 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 blah, blah. and i was like oh love you guys you yeah know? so yeah like we stay tight and that's wonderful yeah yeah, yeah. these movies go up and i get pictures of a uh, uh, kang you know they send yeah. it to me and i go Oh, love, man! Yeah, oh, yeah that's
2: yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, no yeah. one ever expects when they're you know working with a barback that one day they're going to be Kang. You know, that's, <laughs> that's true. true. That's, true, true. They, they might think you're going to host SNL, but at the time, they're Kang. Like, I think he's going to be Kang. Yeah. No,
0: nobody thought that. Nobody thought. Now
2: that. you have a uh, you have a nine year old daughter. Is she? Is there any of your work that she's engaged? With? Is she impressed with her dad, or or is is the stuff a little? She's
0: impressed when I throw her very high. Oh, that's good. And she lands on the bed. All right. Uh, I, right now, she's having a bit of a moment. Okay. Um, my daughter's nine, almost 10. Okay. And uh, recently, uh, <sighs> once my chagrin young boys are walking up to her and saying, uh, you know, um, you look a lot like Kang. Oh, wow. And my daughter looks at him and goes, that's my daddy. <laughs> 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 uh <laughs> 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 Uh, so so she's dealing with that and uh, I mean and she she was starstruck by Paul Rudd
2: yeah well who isn't fair point yeah I mean all all ages all
0: all walks of life fair point fair point fair point
2: well um, she has a lot to be impressed about Uh, it is always so wonderful to see you thanks so much for being here in person
0: congratulations
2: on the films you You guys left out of the majors Creed 3 in theaters and IMAX tomorrow and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania also out now
3: Late Night with Seth Myers airs weeknights on NBC at 1235, 1135 Central. Original music on the Late Night Podcast is by the HE Band. Don't forget to follow the handle Late Night Seth on social media and tell your friends to subscribe to the Late Night Podcast wherever they get their podcasts.
1: Welcome to Pura